Hey everybody, welcome to Daddy Duty 365, the podcast where celebrity dads reveal all the good, the bad, and the funny of fatherhood. I'm your host, Shannon Lanier. I got Ty in the building with me, Ty Savette. Of course, real estate mogul, celebrity real estate agent, TV star, love and listing. Love I and hate listing. all that. that, that, that you don't a, like, I hate all that's that. That's huge. But wait. The, but I'm not that guy. Like, I guess, what, I guess I am that guy, but I'm not are. that guy. Because I'm really not that person. Um, uh-huh. Maybe what people, you know, portray, or I guess I portray on Instagram. But mm-hmm. Instagram's really not the real me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just from advertising. It's a social media. It, yeah, it's marketing, right? Yeah. But the real me is just like we were talking about uh-huh. changing up the sweaters yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and being in sweats. That's who uh-huh. we really are. And, um, you know, but that was a great intro. I like it. Oh, thank you. My ego. Well, it's funny that you are on the VH1 show, Love and Listings, but you don't like to be on television. Explain um, that. <laughs> because my job uh-huh. is to be almost like an actor. An actor mm-hmm. to me is like a salesperson. Okay. So, you know, it's the same job, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, you're selling the camera, you're selling the person. Um, so I feel it's one and the same. So mm-hmm. the vanity aspect and taking credit for all that stuff is not really me. I just like to do my job and do it well and then go home. That's it. Hmm. So it's a different kind of thing. Yeah. Some people are really into that stuff. Yeah. I've discovered, you know, I just want to do my job and then go home. Mm. You know, I like creating. That's yeah. a different thing. That's my hobby. Okay. Creating shows. I created Love and Listings. I created multiple different shows. But that stems from just having a passion mm. and doing what I love. It, the money will come, but it's not something that, you know, I rely on. Mm-hmm. So give me the roll call for you. The kid roll call. You got two at home. Wife, tell us about them. So uh, I have two children mm-hmm. that I know of. <laughs> it's going to be a Those different kind of podcast, right? <laughs> so The truth. We like the truth. Let it set you free. You know, I have two kids, uh-huh. a boy and a girl. I got lucky with that. Nine uh-huh. on December 7th. Um, so obviously in a couple of days yeah. I have my daughter who's going to be nine. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. And my son who's 10. Mm-hmm. And um, he just got the gold honor roll. I didn't know what that meant. I only wow. got the honor roll. So. Yeah, I didn't know that gold yeah. honor roll. Yeah, I guess he stepped up. It got that, those jeans from mom. <laughs> um, I don't know where he got the jeans from. Uh, they got them somewhere in the family. Right, right. You oh know, gosh. I wish I was that kid who wanted yeah. to you know, get good grades and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just thought I was smarter than everybody else. Well, that's called ego. There's nothing wrong with that sometimes. Get you where you need to go. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so what do you think is the best part about being a dad? Best part of being a dad, for mm-hmm. me personally, it's, you know, Growing up and knowing that you've made something that's a better version of yourself. Mm. Uh, for myself, and I, and I, and I kind of stutter when I say that myself, I didn't grow up with a family that was whole. Mm. My, my family was separated. So, you know, it was really hard to see what a perfect family life would be other than mm. watching TV and, you know, assuming that's what life should be like. Mm. So, you know, me having my own family and having the opportunity to um, have an opportunity to make the perfect family mm-hmm. to see what I thought was fit. Um, I'm doing that. So mm-hmm. it's, you know. So when you say, you know, you didn't have that perfect family or that family unit, did you ever sit down and think, hey, when I grew up, I want my family to be like this? And what what was your envision of family when you were a kid? Um, you know, I grew up on the Huxtables. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, Family <laughs> yeah, Matters, yes. you know. Um, my shows. Yeah, you know, you all the, all the good TV shows, mm. you know, that are out that were family-oriented, mm-hmm. you know, you thought – that that was the perfect family mm-hmm. until later on in life you know you figure out that's you know it's the, an all an act You're and bill cosby's in jail but i was gonna leave that part out but <laughs> oh, <okay>. yeah <laughs> it's not all perfect people <laughs> yeah right um no you know you, you you set goals for yourself mm-hmm. to 
do certain things to have a perfect family, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that are not in your control. You know, obviously with diseases coming out mm -hmm. left and right, cancers and, you know, losing your mom and your pops, mm -hmm. your grandparents early in life. Um, there's nothing really you can do to prepare, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so what I would say is, you know, you spend the time, but make sure it's quality time with your family and make sure it's meaningful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was really deep. Like, yeah, I know. I, I was started like, really thinking about it. I'm like, damn, <laughs> I really mean this. Well, you know, I think <laughs> it sounds good, but it's a lot harder for a lot of people because they're balancing so much. They're doing so many things. Like you, you have a very busy schedule. How do you find time to make sure the time you spend with them is meaningful time and not time where you're texting or on the phone or, you know, just present with them but not interacting with them? You know, it's tough because, you know, for many years of mm -hmm. both my kids growing up, mm -hmm. I didn't have the opportunity to spend – enough time mm -hmm. and knowing what I know now and being a little bit wiser um, it really comes down to wanting so I don't feel like I wanted to spend the quality time because I focus mm -hmm. my time on business wow. and less important things so now that I'm a little older seeing how mm -hmm. time's flying you know I could have organized my schedule to spend more time mm -hmm. but I think that you know we're in self-destruct mode all the time and I think that um, I just you know was not knowledgeable or um, I guess wise enough to see that family time is everything and mm. it's a limited time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everybody wants that limited edition. Mm -hmm. Well, what about that limited time that you have with your family? Because my time is going to expire soon, just like yours mm. is. Yeah. So it's like, we're going to get off this podcast and you're calling your kids <laughs> left and right. Like, I know. But I'm just being serious. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. we have limited time in this earth mm. and we want to make it impactful, your legacy mm -hmm. and um, your investments, your, your, your best investment, my best investment mm -hmm. is my family and my kids. They're going to hold our legacy. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's really important to spend that quality time, give them the love, compassion, and just to do the right thing in life mm -hmm. so that legacy can grow. And there's a lot of times it's hard to tell them to do the right thing because, you know, you know what's the right thing, but sometimes they don't want to listen to you, or sometimes they think they know. You know, I guess your kids are still a little bit younger, or mine are as well, so we have that time before they think they know everything in the but world. But they do, but the they do, right, at this but age? Yeah, they, they, they th my eight-year-old does. Yeah. You know, she's always right. She never does anything wrong. And so it's it's a struggle for me to get her to understand. I'm not trying to do it just to be a boss and boss you around. I'm trying yeah. to help you so you don't fall into the same traps that I have, may have fallen into or other kids have fallen into. So but, yeah. but society has molded them to be mm -hmm. that way because mm -hmm. me and you both growing up, you know, we're from two different cultures, two mm -hmm. different regions, right? Um, you know, it's we still knew respect back yeah. in the day. Oh, we yeah. were taught respect. This age, this age that they're in, mm -hmm. the nine, ten, you know, even mm -hmm. eight, seven, whatever, go down the charts, mm -hmm. right? It's they're taught because we feel like we don't have enough time with them, or we don't spend enough time with them. That mm -hmm. YouTube really trains our children these days, and TVs mm -hmm. train our children these days. So you know, playing video games and whatnot. Who would ever guess that that would be a real business? And I who know, would ever right? guess <laughs> that the guy Ninja is pulling in five hundred thousand dollars a month, Crazy. and he's a young kid, yeah. you know? So. Um, I guess there's more opportunities out there mm -hmm. and you know it's just you know we just gotta you know i guess roll with whatever's new coming out there because I, we don't have control but how good are you at rolling with all this new stuff because they're they have are up against so much other things that we never had to face and what they're exposed to everything they're hearing they're seeing social media it's hard to roll with all these punches a lot of times because i'm like oh what now you know it's like we weren't even just watching television shows a lot of the shows we say oh can't watch that anymore there's inappropriate behavior can't watch that anymore inappropriate this and that and it's like it's hard to roll with all the punches but you know let me ask you this how old are you uh, oh, we TV people don't tell. No, 40 years old. 40, right? Yeah. So I'm going to be 40 this year. Mm -hmm. And be, what do we have in common besides just being men? 
other children were dads. Both yeah. watched Family yeah. Matters growing up. <laughs> no, but, but let me tell you what we have in common, too. You have gray hair. I have yeah. the gray hair coming yeah. out here. So, you know, back in the day, you know, our grandparents had the gray hair, mm. not the 40-year-olds. Yeah. So we have a lot more stresses that we yeah. deal with, and it's hitting us externally, mm. you know, not just internally anymore. And so back in the day, you know, if our parents were going through something, we didn't know what was going on because mm-hmm. they held it in. But this day and age, me and you can both show it mm-hmm. that we have gray and you have yeah. gray. You know, I don't remember my family or my mom or my dad having gray mm-hmm. at four years old. It's just different. That's it's a different point. time. Yeah. So. And, and I think we're also sharing more. You know, I was sharing with my kids that I was going to see a counselor and I was like, what is that? I was like, oh, it's someone you talk to and you tell them your feelings and you express things with them. And they were like, oh, OK. You know, so but my parents and, you know, my culture, a lot of times they always thought that was taboo. You never wanted to do that. But yeah. it, so no, I get it. Yeah. And I, and I think that's it's interesting that mm-hmm. we are going through these times that kids can express themselves more mm-hmm. um, because me and you are both taught something completely different. Mm-hmm. And it's it's times are evolving and it's hard for me to you know understand mm-hmm. but i'm i'm trying my best to roll with it and see where it ends up because yeah. you know our parents don't understand what's going on mm-hmm. you know with our times and they don't understand what's going on with uh, gen z's times yeah. and gen x and all, whatever the gens are i don't even yeah. know you know i can't keep track <laughs> right so what do you think one thing you try to bring from your childhood to what you're teaching your kids today oh man did I have that kind of childhood? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. Good or bad, you could whatever you brought from your childhood and the way you were raised. I don't know. You know, I think I, I'm self-taught. Mm. You know, on a lot of things because I, I take a lot of the negative things in my life mm. and I try to see the best and the, make them the positive things. Like what, so for like, example? You know, I don't feel like I had enough love in my life, mm. but I try to compensate or overcompensate by smothering, which is probably not good. But it's if you ask my kids if uh-huh. I love them, they would have no doubt in their mind. Yeah. At all, they you know there would be no question, right? There are worse but, things in life than yeah. But I'm just that. saying, but yeah. you know, like, but if you ask me if my dad loved me or not, I mean, I can't. My dad mm-hmm. came from an Asian background. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 100% Thai, mm-hmm. so it's different. Asian people, you know, they don't really talk, you know, and that speak fiction. around the like the table like mm-hmm. certain families growing up. You know, yeah. um, it's just culturally different. And like my other side is my mom's side. That's you know, um, the Caucasian mm-hmm. and just uh, you know, it's mo- fast moving. Do, does their own thing. It's not the, the you know, growing up and you sit next to a, or around a table and everybody's eating with you and you're talking. Mm-hmm. It's just different cultures, right? Yeah. And, you know, growing up, you have to understand, you know, where your place in life is. And, you know, I had a lot of questions, but, mm-hmm. you know, but not speaking up, you know, it's, it's tough, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like with the new culture and our children that they have voices and we listen, it's mm-hmm. different. Do you think you try to uh, introduce your kids to your Asian culture? Uh, they definitely know my dad's mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. and um, they speak a little bit of Thai. Oh, cool. I, I speak uh-huh. a little bit of uh, Spanish. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Which, uh, <you laughs> Not Thai, po- but... <laughs> poquito. You know, I never really got into the Thai side. Okay. You know, uh-huh. um, but, you know, they definitely know their background. Yeah, okay, um, that's cool. Interesting fact, Snapple mm-hmm. fact, is my great-grandfather was the prime minister of Thailand. Shut up. No yeah. way. So my last name is actually wow. Savatsila, or mm-hmm. in Thai, it's Savatsila. And uh, it's actually came from the fourth king of Thailand, which means white what? elephant. What? So my family was definitely up there huh. with the royal family. Have you been over to Thailand yet? I have not. Oh, man, they probably got shrines and p- pictures and all kinds of stuff. They do there. have a couple shrines. Wow. And, um, you know, my, my great-grandfather has, like, Wikipedia pages and different things that he's accomplished. He brought over uh-huh. all the communications in Thailand. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, the phones and faxes and all that stuff and, you know, kind of cool. like the Internet. 
I always tell so. people you never know what you'll find if you start doing a little research about your family, a little background yeah. check. So yeah, no, it's it's uh, he definitely has a crazy legacy. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm the the first generation of the Sabatilla family to be in the mm. United States, so I'm a dual citizen, obviously mm. by you know yeah. family. Do you feel a lot of pressure to have success because of that, and to make sure your kids are successful to no. continue that family line? No, no, because you know, because you're time stamped to something. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's who they are. You know, mm -hmm. just because I have the last name, it's not who I need to be. Right. It's who I am as a spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's you know, nobody can say if you're good or bad or if you're going to be great or not great. It's who you're destined to be and how much work you want to put in. Mm. And you're putting in a lot of work every day. You're hustling. You're making moves and all that. Your kids get to benefit from it because you love them so much. And so that brings me to I love my kids. But <laughs> so yeah, a no, fun there's segment. no, there's no, there's no, but oh, I there's love my always kids. a, but I love my kids, but there's something that they do that maybe gets on your nose, whether they, they leave the toilet seat up, they're too dirty. They won't finish their food. They won't go to sleep at night. It's gotta be something that just like, you know, I wish they could do this a little better. Are you sure we should do this? Cause I'm probably going to have a checklist and ground them right <laughs> after this. <laughs> oh, now, oh. now you've got a few things you're thinking of. Look. I'm just thinking right now, like my daughter, the ultimate messy person, you know, I, when they say a bombs went off in the bedroom, uh -oh. I'm telling you, like, she is something else. You know, she is like the character from Clueless, you know, oh. the very fabulous girl, you Elle? know, being that yeah. she's eight years old uh -huh. and going on nine, which is like a big deal for, you know, eight year old, oh, yeah. like, apparently. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I go to her room and she, she has every kind of clothes, you know, off the hanger and on the floor and makeup kits and this. And, you know, I don't remember a girl ever doing that, you know or you know changing clothes and outfits like that's important yeah you know, i took a shaver to my head and shaved my head because i didn't like the way it was combed over and i said i'm going to take care of that problem uh -huh. so let alone an eight-year-old that cares about fashion and makeup you know so she's I don't a fashionista get she's starting she her own blog soon <laughs> no for real she you know what's so funny uh -huh. is uh there's a makeup kid over here from masika kalisha mm -hmm. and i took her to one of the sets for her new makeup line and she went AWOL. Oh, she almost man. looked like she won an award when she got the makeup. And she was like almost teary-eyed. And oh. like, did she just win a Grammy or something? Like, <laughs> what, what's up with her? That's what she's passionate about. That's right? cute. You, I'm just saying, she, she may want to start a YouTube channel now. Cause, you no, know, that's that my young? son's lane. That's my oh, son's that, lane. Okay. Because my son, you know, when he gets home, uh -huh. the first thing is pulls out his laptops and gets, gets and I say laptops, because he's got iPad, oh. and then iPhone, and then laptop in the center, oh. and is playing video games. And on all of them? Uh, watching tutorial videos at one, on one on the laptop, no, not on the laptop, sorry, the iPad. Okay. The phone, just, just in case he has to communicate with one of the buddies, uh -huh. to figure out when they're gonna play this game, and uh, the game, the ultimate uh -huh. game. Like, are we getting out of this game playing Roadblocks or are we playing such and such game? I don't know, you know, but. So three screens and he's nine? Yeah, I thought my ADD, my ADD Whew. is because mentally I'm all over the place. Uh -huh. His ADD is like, all right, I'm going to do this, this, and this. You know, it's like he plays chess with, with, with games. That's pretty impressive, though. I yeah. mean, he's a very, like, multitasker. Yeah, and he gets all of it, too. Hey. He gets that from his mom, for sure. That's cool, though. I like yeah. that. <laughs> I, the ADD part. Uh-huh. I don't know if he gets that from me or not, but um, the multifaceted, you know, being uh -huh. a mother yeah. and, um, you know, she's all over the place with the kids because mm -hmm. she's a great mom. Yeah. That's it sounds like her. it sounds like you're a great dad, too, and you're very involved. Yeah. That aspect. So I think a lot of people miss out on the involvement aspect. Do you feel do you find that you're a strict parent? Very strict parent. Okay. And I, I feel like because of the things in the past of cheating mm -hmm. and all this stuff, I only cheated myself, I find out. Mm -hmm. And that's why we were discussing about books and having, you know, certain collections that I have. Mm -hmm. 
I have a crazy intensive like book collection. Mm-hmm. I buy hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of audiobooks and listen to podcasts. Um, I'm very well educated in a lot of different areas, including finance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand like franchising and you know mm-hmm. the the TV game and a lot of different businesses yeah. and facets. I, I'm a quick study, but um, you know if I would have never cheated myself mm. in school, I would have never grown to the person I am today and mm. wanting to feed myself with knowledge. So, um, mm. yeah, That's I mean, important perspective to have on it, you know, different, learning right? from the past. No, I really appreciate that. So if there were other dads out there to say, you know, what? I'm going to read a book this year, you know, I'm starting off the new year. I'm going to read a book. What's one book do you su- suggest every dad out there read? Well, I was just telling one of the guys that works with us mm-hmm. that The Art of War, mm-hmm. you know, is an incredible book. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it talks about you setting up the play and winning before you actually get into the, the situation, which mm-hmm. is the war. So you and have the to strategies know. Yeah. behind it. And it's funny. Uh, there's a guy that just recently had a fight, uh, a professional boxing fight, mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder. And I spoke to him about him getting the ring and having the mindset. And he says, Ty, when I get into the ring... I have to know that I've already achieved my goal, which is winning, before I've actually even stepped one foot in the ring. Wow. Because the second I lose faith in myself is when I lose. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. That's true. It's like one of the things I try to tell my kids that they, when they say can't, I say, no, can't's not in your vocabulary. Yes, you can. You just need to try harder to make it you know, possible. And so I'm trying to get them on this whole mindset. You can, you can, you can, you know, just so they have that confidence in themselves. Do you, are, are you a religious man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I see that you're yeah. a big Christian, right? Yeah, yeah. And you teach faith into mm-hmm. your children. Yeah. Uh, is that a is that big in your family? Uh, yeah. Church on Sundays. My personal family, yeah. yes. When I was growing up, not really. It was just my brother and I. Was used to be the only ones going to church. My parents they would drop us off, <laughs> so they weren't really on going to church. But uh, yeah, I always come up in some type of church. But uh, yeah, it's just because my foundation, you know. And how and how is how purposeful is the Bible in your family? We could read it more. We should yeah. read it more. But, you know, we know about it. The kids are learning about it. And they go, like, to church school and stuff like that. So they're getting the basics and the foundation of it. But that's one thing I said I was going to try to do more in my family is do a public. Master P taught me that. He yeah. said he likes to read the Bible with his kids. They have Bible study together. I was like, oh, I'm going to try to do that more in my family. So Yeah, so it's yeah. so is that something important you're gonna, yeah. that you're going to teach your kids? Yeah. Because cause I think when I got into issues or especially going in college when I was on my own and I felt like, you know, the world's against you and you got to be successful, you got to do these things. It was God that helped pull me through. It was the Bible and reading those passages that, you know, I was able to have that foundation to say it's all going to be okay. You know, the higher power is going to protect me and God's going to pull me through this. So I felt like it was because of that grounding in religion and Christianity that I was able to pull myself through those dark times. So this is going to be really interesting and okay. I'm going to spook you. Okay. So what if I could tell you I could give you a reading? Okay. You know, like what a psychic would do or Oh, well, that's a reading. Uh-oh. So what if I could tell you about yourself right now? Okay. And why I ask certain I'm questions? afraid. <laughs> okay. You would enjoy it, right? Okay. I'm, I'm but, nervous, but, but go but ahead. Because I, I feel your uh-huh. energy and I know uh-huh. exactly who you are okay. and you have a certain passion that drives mm-hmm. and, you know, I, for some reason I see you when I see you right now and I'm feeling mm-hmm. this certain vibe, I see you on a street with a ball and it's like, I, like you're playing but you're out by yourself and there's maybe a kid down the street mm-hmm. and it represents something to me. I don't know what, but to me that symbolizes that the game, the world, mm-hmm. and what you're going to do, you're not, even, you're, you're mm-hmm. not playing the game. Mm-hmm. You hold everything. It's you. Mm-hmm. You're alone. But the game, the career, or whatever path you're going to do, mm-hmm. it's, it, you control it. Wow. 
just like you're controlling this, you're doing this, yeah. you're not doing this, mm -hmm. you know, because you want to, your spirit's telling you to do this, mm -hmm. because you have a mission, and you're going to complete that. You're talking mm -hmm. about being great, a family man, being a great dad. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that's motivational? Don't yeah. you think you're going to change somebody's life? I hope so. I'm you praying are. that they listen to this and can become better dads themselves, you know. At that same time, I'm like, oh, I want to go back home to my kids. I want to my kids. But you know, I'm trying to put yeah. in the sacrifice so that it can help because I think there's so many great dads out there like yourself that can help inspire other people and them listening to your stories would be like, you know what? If they can do it, I can do it. You know what? I can do better. I can be better. So, because there's but, so many people don't have an example, so the only example they get is what we're sharing with them today. But don't you think that's it? The purpose is so much mm -hmm. bigger than who you are, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It, it, isn't that what the Bible's about? Yeah. Understanding your purpose yeah. and, and being a man of God, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. the messages that you're going to portray, mm -hmm. they're way bigger than this podcast. You're going to mm -hmm. change people's lives because wow. of who you are and the message that you're going to give. Those people that may have doubted themselves, you're going to change the directions in their life. That's how much power you have. So wow. when I tell you this stuff, you're not just doing this for your children. Mm. You're doing this for people's families. Wow. And that's how deep this can go. No, make me cry. Okay, I'm going to hold tight, hold tight. <laughs> that's a, no, wow, but, thank you. I'm but that's for your but, lips to God's ears. I, I you know, no, can only you, pray that that would happen. You surrendered your life to God. Mm. And when you made that, when you made that decision, when you, when you surrendered mm. yourself, you just surre you surrendered yourself to be a soldier for him. Mm. Is that true? Yeah. I kept asking, you know, it's so weird. I kept asking, you know, God, you know, send me and I will go, you know, tell me and call on me and I will go. And I was like, what is my purpose, you know? And I felt like this was one of those things I ever kept saying, what, what did you love so much? I was like, I'm a family guy. If there's nothing else I know, they always kept saying, well, what's organic to you? What's organic to your life? And I was like, it's being a dad. Well, he's heard your prayers. Mm. That's wild. I never yeah. put two and two together until you just said it. Yeah. Wow. Do you use this intuition on your kids? Do you like no. see them and you like feel them and try to help no. guide them in the right direction? Mm -mm. You don't. It's every, it every, every energy. Have you mm -hmm. ever walked into a room mm -hmm. and just scan the energy and just know what's good or bad? Or when something's off? Oh, no, I'm not that yeah. good at it sometimes. <laughs> no, you, 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 have you ever met somebody? My wife demeanor? can do that. She's yeah. like, mm, not getting the right vibe on them. The demeanor is mm -hmm. off or something's just off. Mm -hmm. You can sense it. You can yeah. sense when a good person or a bad person, you can sense yeah. it. Right? Yeah, or when they have ulterior motives sometimes. Yeah, you, you can, can sense, sense it. that, yeah. It's just, just it's, it's, it's mm -hmm. language. It's mm -hmm. body language. There's different senses and senses. Like we, can, we mm -hmm. have the sense of feel, mm -hmm. right? What is faith? Mm -hmm. Things hoped for, things seen, not seen, it's not hoped seen. for. Not seen, felt, and hoped for. There was a, a movie I saw mm -hmm. recently, mm -hmm. and it was the, the, the Case of Christ. Oh, okay. Have you ever I've seen heard, that I heard about that. I haven't seen it, though. It was a, a guy from the Chicago Tribune. Yeah, he wanted to prove it wrong. He was an atheist, and mm -hmm. then the book, yeah. it was the book. Yeah, it was, 14, right. yeah. Yeah. It was uh -huh. 14 million copies sold, and, mm -hmm. you know, he tried to prove his wife mm -hmm. wrong. Yeah. And to save their marriage, you know, it was important because he was a professional in writing mm -hmm. and researching and understanding facts and what that's what atheists are. Mm -hmm. But in doing his research and studies, he actually could not prove that the Bible was incorrect, mm -hmm. you know. And then he became a believer himself. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And do you know that the, the church that he tried mm -hmm. to pull his wife from, he is now the minister of that church? Look at there. You know? Mm. It's amazing stories, right? Yeah, full circle, yeah. But, no, he said it because, you know, it was his calling. It, everything mm -hmm. in the life is meant to be. Mm -hmm. You know, you're guided at certain paths. There's, there, there's purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's your purpose? My purpose, um, probably to help people like you, because I'm going to mm -hmm. change your life, and you don't even realize it. Really? You already have just sharing that with me. It made me want to do this even more now. 
it wants me to even you know put more energy towards it and make it even more successful just because you know i feel like you know you validated just in that statement like yeah i'm doing the right thing i'm sure because be it's not again when we talked about this it's not about my family's legacy mm -hmm. or your family's legacy it, it doesn't matter their legacy is their legacy mm. okay strip the last name jefferson mm -hmm. last name savacy last name now it's just you alone me mm -hmm. alone right and what our purpose is mm. because we are put on this earth to be by ourselves and be our own journey we enter this world by ourselves right mm -hmm. yeah. but we have a journey too mm. and so your journey is to change people's lives my journey is to go pick up my kids so i gotta go <laughs> right, well, before you go <laughs> last thing what's one piece of advice you would have given yourself before you had kids um you know, I would have said to be prepared, uh -huh. but what's that like? I mean, you know, having a kid. <laughs> is that possible? Yeah, is that possible? <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, read? Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know. Just, just if you're a good person, make sure you're a better person. That's what the Freemasons say, to make a good man a better man. So I would say, you know, prepare yourself because it's a journey. Explore it. But um, most, most, most importantly is enjoy your time, you know, because the experience you'll never have again. Well, I've enjoyed this much time with you, so thank you. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, everybody, before you go, we just want to say thanks again for watching this episode of Daddy Duty 365, but we also need your help to get the word out about this new podcast. So please subscribe, follow, share, and set up alerts to be notified of new episodes when they drop every single Wednesday. And remember that this podcast is brought to you in part by Comcast. Thanks, Comcast.